Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. If you just switch to GEICO, go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Huge week again of football action and both LCS series in baseball. Pharrellonthebench.com has you covered. Hockey, boxing, MMA, every big fight, basketball is right around the corner. Pharrellonthebench.com rules. Every play, every day, every game, everything on the board. I give it all to you in an email format with the picks ranked favorite to least. Big changes coming to the site in November. You're going to love it. It'll be better for you. Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. All right. So... Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, this interesting uh, story earlier. I, I didn't mention. I wanted to get this out there. I don't know if you saw this this uh, England match. Did you see the? they had this match with Bulgaria in soccer for the, like, Euro qualifying or something? And that's really not the point. What happened was the game was in uh, Bulgaria tonight or something earlier, earlier, right? And they stopped, like, literally had to stop the game. Uh, like multiple times, four times at least, right? They have all this protocol in UEFA, right, Where with, because of racism. So what happens is, uh, I guess in this game today, uh, the match referee instructed the stadium PA announcer to broadcast the message. That's the first step in the FIFA uh, three-step protocol when dealing with, you know, racist incidents. Uh, after England defender Tyrone Mings complained of being the subject of racist uh, racist chanting in the 22nd minute. Uh, Bulgaria supporters in the crowd were seen directing monkey chants at England players doing Nazi salutes and holding up shirts with the UEFA logo and the text, no respect, uh, reference to the European governing body's respect campaign aimed at curbing racism in the sport. Sounds like the Bulgarian fans are listening to all the uh, big UEFA plans. It looks like that's going well. So anyway, uh, the match continued. Uh, they warned the crowd to stop with the racist behavior, and they warned them that the game would be stopped if there were further outbreaks. The match continued, but then stopped again at 41 minutes when the uh, when Southgate, another guy, the manager, Gareth Southgate, uh, was involved in another lengthy discussion with the ref. Following the match, he told the BBC, it's been an incredible few days, really. We had to prepare for this eventuality. The most important thing was the players and staff knew uh, what we were going to do and were all in agreement. Nobody should have to experience what our players did. So the Bulgarian manager uh, insisted he didn't hear the abuse and doubled down on his uh, pre-match claims that racism is not a problem in Bulgaria. <laughs> Too bad uh, Krasimir's living in a time warp. <laughs> How do you not acknowledge that, that it was happening when they stopped the game because of it? Like, the, the, they were, 
They were chanting, uh, they were doing monkey chants and Nazi Hitler salutes in the crowd the whole game, and the guy denies that it happened. Like, how much of a liar are you, dude? Like, I mean, just stop. I mean, you're part of the problem. He, he, he doubled down and he said, you know, uh, oh, he said, uh, the guy said, it's a very delicate subject. He said England has a bigger racism problem than Bulgaria. That's what, that was his comment. They're, they, they're more racist than we are. Uh, here, I do not think there's a single person in Bulgaria who would say that racism is something pleasant. But at the same time, it's very strange how this topic is interpreted in football. I have heard absolutely nothing during the game. Meanwhile, everyone else heard it. Everyone heard it. Uh, Bulgarian's captain was talking to fans through the metal fence at halftime, <laughs> urging people to stop. Meanwhile, his own manager won't acknowledge that it happened. Wow, that's crazy, right? I mean, you can't even play a soccer game anymore without. And it's a. Is it a big problem too in uh, Premier? The people yelling this stuff in Premier games? It's more the international. Really? Yeah. I mean, wow. it does happen. There's no doubt it happens in in club play as well, but internationals when it really gets going. Wow, it's but it's really it's scary. It's like a it's a huge issue. It's a major problem. It would appear to me that you can't play a friendly or an international match or a uh, a you know Euro Cup qualifier anything without. I mean, are you kidding me? There's people in the crowd busting off Hitler, Heil Hitlers, and and uh, monkeys and throwing bananas. Are you kidding me? Like, really? Is that where we're at in this day and age? That's that's crazy to me. In Bulgaria, I think it's more than just Bulgaria. Oh, it, it's it. Trust me, it has happened in plenty of countries over there. That is crazy. So uh, not only uh, did the Steelers beat the Chargers, but they lost their uh, defensive lineman, Stefan Tewitt. He, te- uh, he tore a pack. He's done for the year. Will Disley, the Seahawks, really good tight end, uh, tore his Achilles. I saw that play happen. He'll miss the rest of the season. He's done. How about Russell Wilson? 17 touchdowns, 14 passing, three running, zero interceptions this year. His 124-7 rating leads the NFL, tied with Mahomes for the most TD passes. Wilson uh, is the only quarterback with seven-plus TDs thrown without an interception. He's thrown 72.5% completion rate. It's second to Derek Carr, who's 73.3. Carr has only six touchdowns only. But uh, I think Russell Wilson's been unbelievable. I, like, watching him just shred Cleveland yesterday was something else. Because you know what the problem with Cleveland is? They were celebrating their touchdowns so much. They had just such a party going on there. Like, they were, they just, you know what their problem is? They celebrate in, like, the first and second quarter, like, the game's in the bag. Did they not do that? Like, they were, they were, they were dancing, shimmying, and having end zone celebration. Mayfield's running all around, and they're all just partying, and it's just the greatest thing ever. And then they lose which I think is the greatest thing ever. I, lo- I love that they're not doing well, and it's not because of anything to do with Cleveland. It's to do with that everyone had them going to the Super Bowl because how stupid people are to buy into that crap that they were the best team in the NFL on paper. They're not even the best team on paper. They're the best team in nothing, okay? Nothing. And what did it take, six weeks for Beckham to be unhappy? Six weeks it took for him to be miserable. And don't interpret it any other way. He's miserable. 
He's miserable. They're not throwing it to him enough. And that's all there is to it. And Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson became the first player in Super Bowl era to throw over 200 yards and run for 150 yards in the same game. That guy has been incredible. Uh, he had 19 carries, 152 yards. Carson had 24 carries, 124 yards. Chubb had 20 carries, 122 yards, lost. Adrian Peterson, 23 carries, 118 yards. Carlos Hyde, 26 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Does it, it, I think it really goes to show you, if you're able to run the ball in the NFL, if you can run the ball effectively, you can win. I mean, it's just that simple, and no one does it. it they really don't. They, it's a throw-happy league, and that's all there is to it. All they do is throw. And these teams that can pound the ball and can run it and control the uh, line of scrimmage and the first downs and the clock, they're the ones that win. Look at all those guys that have those big games, like all of them but one, like literally one, didn't they? I think all of them but one. Uh, the guy Chubb had a big game, but they lost. Yeah, and do you think Cam Newton is going to lose his job to Kyle Allen? A lot of people think that's very possible. But I'm hearing he's going back to practice this week. I just can't see that. I, I get it. He's won all these games for them. Cam Newton's your quarterback. What do you think of Matt Bryant? Were you surprised to see him miss the uh, game time? surprised when any kick. The only, there's only one kicker in the league that I'd be surprised if they missed a kick on the line, and that's Tucker in Baltimore. Other than him, I would not be shocked at any kicker missing any kick ever. So what did uh, Peterson say? He said he never said that he guaranteed a win. Yeah, he backtracked a little bit. Dallas is a great football team. They're reeling like we are. They're going to come out and play hard. They beat us twice last year. We got a lot of things stacked against us going down there. But as a head football coach, I'm going to show confidence in my football team. I promise, no, uh, you know, uh, Peterson isn't worried if a statement will haunt the Eagles. No, because, again, it shows confidence in our football team. I promise you Jason Garrett is going to say the same thing with his team, that they're going to win the game. I'm not going to stand up here and go on record and say we're going to try to win a game. It just doesn't show confidence. I want to show confidence in our players. Yeah, whatever. He said they were going to win the game. That's what he said. So you can backtrack all you want. He said we're going to go win, and that'll be that. Dangerous way to make a living. The Patriots are expected to re-sign Benjamin Watson. Boy, that's a roller coaster, isn't it? In and out, in and out. What are they going to do? He was released last week. Should be back in the fold to help a position. They need the depth. We'll see if that happens. Deshaun Jackson feels a lot better. Hopes to return Sunday night in Dallas. Speaking of guys that never play, NFL continues to deliver huge live audiences. I mean, when is that going to change after you get something like tonight where just the referees just absolutely uh, hand the game to another team and people still watch? So I guess that's why they never do anything to these refs, right? Because people are still watching. It's amazing. It really is. It was absolutely ridiculous what happened on that field tonight. Absolutely ridiculous. People still watch. It's like they don't care. The NFL is averaging 16 million viewers for its broadcast, a 6% jump over last year. On Thursday night, a head-to-head matchup with playoff baseball, the Giants passed through 16 million viewers. The Rays-Astros generated 3.6 million. Back to Wednesday's National Dodgers Game 5, it had an audience of 5.8 million. Uh, there's basketball. 2019 NBA Finals averaged 15 million viewers. 
Still less than the NFL. NFL rules. That's all there is to it. They don't care if their refs suck. They really don't care at all. And then uh, I'm not missing anything. Am I? Kyler Murray got it done again. The Falcons choke. The Broncos beat the Titans. The Jets win was Sam Darnold. That's all that was. That was Sam Darnold getting them that win. We talked about the Texans win over the Chiefs. He was good. The Vikings crushed the Eagles. Saints got it done. Teddy just keeps winning. Finally, uh, Gardner Minshew looked like a rookie. Seahawks beat the Browns. Ravens beat the Bengals. Bengals covered. Redskins barely beat the Dolphins. Panthers won in London over the Tampa Bay Bucks. How about famous Jameis, five interceptions? And didn't he fumble it twice? Didn't he have like seven turnovers? He's awful. It really is. Um, he, him and Mariota, both on the way out. Yeah, their days are numbered. Mike in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. So another question came up while I was waiting. Uh, how do the Kansas City Chiefs not have a running game when they've got such a strong passing game? Why can't they move the ball on the ground? The other question I had was, what's the line going to be uh, on the World Series, and how do the Nets go into that as dogs when they're throwing the Best two pitchers in baseball right now in at least four of the seven World Series games. And probably in another two, they're throwing Corbin, who is as good as anyone except maybe Garrett Cole of the remaining pitchers. In the American uh, League just game. stop, stop. All right, so you just said what you everything you said was good until you said that Corbin's as good as Garrett Cole. Uh, what, what I said was everyone except Garrett Cole. That's not what you said. You said he's maybe as good as Garrett Cole. He said anyone. He said he's maybe as good as anyone except Garrett Cole, which is another word, another way of saying he's as good as everyone, including Garrett Cole. So either he is or he isn't, which you know he isn't. But I will not deny that the Nationals are playing great, and I will not, I will not make them dogs in every World Series game when they have Strasburg or Scherzer going. Uh, and they're playing at home, they might very well be a slight favorite in, in a World Series game. If, if oh, In the series, they're probably not going to be favored against the Astros or the Yankees because they're not as good as either team. They, you know, they, they won 93 games, and then these teams both won 106 and 100 and whatever, three. Uh, it's just that simple. I mean, I know you don't like it, so we'll just save time and I'll hang up on you. You don't like, he doesn't like anyone being favored over his team. And no one's better than Patrick Corbin. Like, are you, are you kidding? Please, let's see Patrick Corbin go out tomorrow night, sweep the, sweep the you know, Cardinals out of the playoffs, take a week off, and then go win the World Series. And then you don't have to worry about anybody. And it's not my fault if they win it or lose it. Don't blame me. Don't call me back and say, I told you so. There's nothing I hate worse in this world than people like that. Just go win it and party and drink beer. I have nothing to do with it. Don't call me up and go, I told you so, <laughs> idiot. Look, uh, the Nationals are without question the hottest team in baseball right now. They're one win from the they World Series. still won't be favored over the Astros. There is the no way that they're going to be favored to win the series over the Yankees and the Astros. It just isn't. But they they're might the two beat best them. teams in baseball that are playing in the Bronx tomorrow. Right, but they might beat them. Bottom, they might. They absolutely might. But they won't be favored against they the They won't be favored, the but they might beat them. And once again, just such a short-sighted view of things because he pitched great this weekend. But what were people saying about Scherzer last week and the week before? when he, when he, he was done. He blew the wild card game. When he came in and didn't look great, 
in the you know series against the Dodgers. They were they were like, what's wrong with this guy? He's terrible. terrible. He always screws up in the playoffs, and now all of a sudden he's as good as anybody. He can dominate the you well, know Yankees. Because or he Astros. pitched great Saturday night. He's back on. He's back in his winning ways. If he loses, they blame him. If he wins, he's the greatest guy ever. Because that's what fans are. They're fickle and they're idiots. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, so the schedule for both the uh, championship series will be altered because of a heavy uh, rain forecast for uh, New York on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. With the possibility uh, that the ALCS game four between the Astros and Yankees uh, is a washout, uh, Major League Baseball is considering moving a potential NLCS game five between the Nationals and Cardinals to that night. The NLCS is currently uh, scheduled to start at 4.08, but on a, uh, days, uh, there's only one game. MLB prefers to have the game in prime time. So if the rainout occurs, the Astros and uh, Yanks, excuse me, who play game three uh, tomorrow with the series 1-1, would be rescheduled to play games four and five on Thursday and Friday in New York before returning to Houston for a potential game six on Saturday. And game seven would be Sunday, right? So it'd be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there you go. How about this guy, uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, now day-to-day again with a quad strain. This guy, I mean, just go away. Go away already. I mean, this guy, is there anything more aggravating than this guy's injuries? He is the most, he is like, uh, he makes Cespedes look healthy. I mean, honestly, these two guys make so much G-damn money, and they never play. I mean, that guy never plays. He is the biggest wuss bag I have ever seen in my life for a guy his size that ripped. This guy is cut like Adonis, and he can never get on the field. He's, he never plays. You know, it was nuts because I— He's worthless. You know how I feel about uh, David Ortiz and, and, and things like that with just how he was never criticized in the past for, for stuff. And he's obviously on that panel up there with A-Rod on Fox— and he said something last night, and it was so true. And I was like, man, I can't believe I'm agreeing with David Ortiz right here. But he said he would have to be physically, you know, dragged out of the lineup to not play in a playoff game. Ever. Like, like ever. Like, he would – there's no way <laughs> – Ever. That he would miss a game. Never. Like, that, of that He'd magnitude. play with broken feet. With anything. And this guy, you know, with his – Quad or whatever it is, it's something always is. like this dude. Like, he is the biggest there, P ever. And he's sitting there last night in that dugout with his sweatshirt on and that stupid smirk on his face. Like I he mean, never got to be kidding. He absolutely me. does not play baseball ever. He is the biggest P ever I've ever seen in my life. There is no one you can name that is a bigger P than him. And here's how he I is know the it. biggest wuss bag I've ever seen in, in baseball. He really is. He never makes it on the field. Why even get rid of him? Just let him go. Give him his money. Get out. Go. I would go. love to see Just that. Just take happen. your money and go. Get out. You know, we print money here. Just take it and get out. You're just too much of a wussy. You know, he should be on some girly show or something. Honestly, do something like do women's like he could do a he could do like a daytime cooking show with uh, what's the girl's name that does the cooking? Uh, Rachel Ray. Yeah, he could do a show with Rachel Ray. He'd fit right in. I just couldn't. What believe a pansy! It. I could not believe it. And like he said, I can't bear it. I can't even hear his name. He never plays the wuss. And they said it happened early in the game on Saturday, right? He was running down the first base. Before he hit the homer. Then he hit a ball, you know, 400 feet. So if he was okay then, but it is, see, the game ends and he says, I got a problem. And then they put him in the machines and they go, 
oh, well, we don't want, you know, we, we pay this guy $300 million. We don't want to get him any more hurt. And put the guy in the lineup and let him hit home runs. Enough. Yeah, why, why does he have to run anyway? Isn't he just a DH? He's been playing some outfield. I wouldn't let him anywhere near the field. Because you can't DH him because you got your DH and Encarnacion. And you get, he's he can't been play. terrible, too, he's in this series. Awful in this series. I mean, his I mean, bat is like, gone. He's like 0 for 15 or 16 since the Twin Series. Uh, Adam in uh, Green Bay. Hey, man. How you doing, bro? What's going on? Hey, what do you think about it? I was saying uh, you're talking about a little bit about uh, the cooking show. I say Julia Child. Yeah, Julia, Julia Child would be perfect for uh, Giancarlo and Julia. Yeah. But you know, man, what do you think about the what do you think about the game, man? I I thought the refs were horrible on the Lions. I'm actually a big Packer fan, but I think that the that they were horrible on the Lions. Uh, they were horrible on the Lions. Uh, do you think he's had a couple? I mean. Do you think he's had a, a a few drinks? Well, considering he got gifted a win tonight, I would drink that much too. Yeah. You could tell he was a big Packer fan, though. Adam's a good Packer fan. Huge. Uh, listen, uh, it is what it is. Uh, you know, what am I surprised that Aaron Rodgers won another primetime game? He's on every Thursday, every Monday, every Sunday night. Isn't he on getting, every... Getting big calls. Isn't he every single game? It's Aaron Rodgers television. Isn't that all we ever watch? So I, am I surprised they won? Of course not. Am I surprised they came back from down, whatever it was? No. Am I surprised that anything? No. He's just God's gift to the world. Not only that, his crappy television commercials are always on, too. He's unavoidable. Aaron Rodgers is basically running the world with Tom Brady. Right? Aren't they president and vice president of the uh, football fan club? I mean, those are the only two guys they show on television, right? Is those two? And then Drew Brees. Isn't that about it? Tom, Aaron, Drew. They really should have Russell Wilson in there, too. Oh, they love him. But he deserves it. He deserves it. He actually plays his ass off. I'm saying the other three guys don't deserve it, either. James in South Carolina. Hey, Scotty. Hey. How you doing? I'm all right. Hey, um, I hate to beat a dead horse, but, God, you're talking about NFL officials and things um, and Tom Brady. What did anything happen to the umpire in the AFC? I know we're going back to this deflate gate crap, but um, you know, the umpire catches the ball, he sets it every single ball out there, every football he holds, every football right. sets it ready for play. Did they ever do anything to him? Did no, are, are we are we really doing they this? They never do anything to any they of them. They don't okay? do anything to all any these ref. guys that nothing make bad happens. calls. Nothing happens to them. They all keep their jobs. These goons tonight out here in Green Bay who handed this game to the Packers. Nothing will happen to them. The, tomorrow. But they'll say that they or made they a bad a, call. They're gonna get a little letter from Roger saying, "Hey, don't do that again." Is that what they're gonna get? A no. little letter. They're going to send a little apology to Matt well, Patricia and the Lions But doesn't tomorrow? the NHL, if you're bad, they, they ban you. you well, don't, they don't give you postseason you games. Don't get they don't playoffs. do things like that. But these guys, you know, they just they give them everything. They just keep, Nothing ever happens nothing to ever them. Happened, except they'll announce that they missed a call. They, and never yet, they never have to talk to the media. They never have to do anything. Nothing. Uh, nothing. They they, just, police escort out of the stadium. Thieves. That refereed this game tonight in Green Bay, they get to just go home, back to their lawyer jobs, and they're going to go teach social studies maybe, tomorrow. Maybe the, somebody's the giving judge. them stacks of cash to make all those calls. Well, you want to know what? It's you know, you th- it sounds funny, 
but it keeps happening, and eventually somebody's going to start believing it. Okay? Because I don't understand how that happened There'll be a story tonight. that breaks that somebody got paid. I don't know how that happened tonight. I still don't understand how they What do you mean you don't know how it happened? It happens every game. It happens every game, everywhere, every day, every single game. I like that. Yeah, it does. It happens all day yesterday. It was so bad I couldn't even watch. I turned it off. I just couldn't even take it anymore. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Huge week again of football action. I mean, just coming out the ears and both uh, LCS uh, playoff series. PharrellOnTheBench.com has you covered. Hockey, every game, boxing, MMA, every fight, basketball is coming. PharrellOnTheBench.com rules every play, every day. Big changes coming in November. Better for you. You're going to love this site. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. So there you go. Uh, One thing I wanted to mention. Did you see this whole thing over the weekend? Again, the Angels employee details the team's knowledge of the Tyler Skaggs drug use to the federal DEA investigators. This guy, Eric Kay, the director of communications for the Angels, also gave the uh, U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration agents the names of five other players who he believed were using opiates while uh, they were angels. This guy just let it all fly. I I mean, didn't we sit here, and we were hoping that this wouldn't be the case, but didn't we sit in here the night that this happened and said, let's just hope some story doesn't come out a couple months from now that this guy was in pretty deep with with some kind of situation, and sure enough, uh, he was in pretty deep in some kind of situation. Way deep. With other guys, with a guy who works for the team or whatever, you know, just awful. Yeah, his autopsy found evidence of fentanyl, oxycodone, and alcohol. Uh, September 18th, they were uh, outside the lines, reported that the DA had begun an investigation into the source of the fentanyl. Kay allegedly told investigators he illegally obtained six oxycodone pills and gave three to Skaggs a day or two before the team left California for a road trip to Texas. He told DEA agents he did not think the pills uh, he obtained for Skaggs were the same one the pitchers took the day he died because Skaggs typically would ingest the pills immediately after receiving them from Kay. Skaggs also texted Kay the day the team left for Texas seeking more oxycodone, a request Kay told investigators he was unable to fulfill. Anyway, um... Kay's mother said her son started abusing opioids a few years after his father died in 98. He's currently in outpatient treatment for substance abuse and has been placed on paid leave from the Angels. Gee, you think? Anyway. So, boy, what a mess that is, right? How about this guy just, uh, he's just letting them all, you know. He's naming names. He's just completely opening up uh, to the DEA and told him everything. Yep. And threw everybody under the bus. Did he not? He sure did. And now, you know, they've named, he's named other players, so you know they're in trouble. That'll be coming. That's coming. That'll, that'll be the next one they're going to break. The next story, you'll hear about who else is doing it. What'd you think of South Carolina beating uh, Georgia in double overtime and the be- one of the best kickers in the country missing that uh, game-tying field goal? I loved every second of it. I think I it's it good. I think it's really ever. good for football. I just wish it would happen to Alabama and Clemson. 
Yeah, uh, we, you need them all to lose. Like that would be the best if we just got that kind of chaos. Well, where, they'd still put all three of them in. Well, that's the, that would be the one thing. We need a couple teams to get you know stay undefeated. What the problem you know, with the that. college football playoff system is that it's so corrupt right. because all they do is put two of them in there automatic. It's more corrupt than those two clowns that gave the Packer the win tonight. But it's it's really bad. Now George is done, right? I know people are gonna say they're not done, but uh, they're done. Uh, they'd have to run the table, beat Alabama, uh, things like that in the SEC title game. But for the most part, you know, they're out of the mix for right now. That's a bad loss for them. That is a bad loss at home to South Carolina. They punished Ohio State last year for a bad road loss, right? Bad road loss for Ohio yeah. State. They had one loss. They didn't let them in. Georgia should get the same punishment considering where things will be at the end. Well, I mean, they've already uh, suffered a great uh, loss. They've fallen to 10th in the AP poll, so they're they're toast. Bye. Alabama, LSU, Clemson, and Ohio State are the top four. Oklahoma's five, Wisconsin six. I wouldn't argue with any of that. And um, and here's another one I've seen running around. Uh, they got all these guys who, who, like, they're starting to get their, like, their first college football playoff, you know, predictions ready for when yeah. it comes out next week. There's people trying to sell people that Clemson won't be in that first top four. Uh, I don't know what they're smoking. They're high. Clemson's going to be in the top four until they lose a game. Okay? So, uh, right it's now, that simple. ESPN's power rankings for college football has LSU number one. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Uh, it's Ohio State two, Alabama three. Where's Clemson? Oklahoma's four, Clemson's five. There's another one. Trying to sell you that Clemson wouldn't be in the – Clemson is going to be in the playoff. Unless they lose a game. And even then, they still might be in the playoff. Stop. Yeah. They're, Just that, stop. That's exactly what they're trying to do. Uh, Vols coach Jeremy Pruitt on his game plan this week for Alabama. There's a high school team in Arkansas that does an onside kick for every uh, kickoff and never punts. If we could do that and never give Alabama the football this week, that would be a great game plan. It's good to see that coach has a good sense of humor heading into the game, right? He's yeah. ready for they're the game. 34-point dogs. MRI and right thumb of Anthony Davis uh, returned clean uh, today. That's good news uh, for the Lakers. Zion continues to shine in his last three preseason games. 22 points, 8 of 11 field goals. 26 points, 9 of 12 field goals. 27 points, 12 of 13 field goals. 80% field goals in his last three preseason games. That's crazy. Connor McDavid, Patrick Laney, and uh, Sid Crosby are the three stars of the week in the NHL. Here's your uh, NHL power rankings, early season rankings. Uh, Carolina, the top team in hockey, do you believe that? I mean, if we're only going by the first 10 days of the season, sure. Why not? Avalanche, two. Bruins, three. Vegas, four. How is Vegas ahead of Edmonton? They haven't lost. I think they got their first loss today to the Blackhawks, but that was obviously. So the Blackhawks beat them? Yes. Blackhawks, I think, got their first win, Edmonton's first loss. Sabres six. The Sabres are undefeated too. They're five zero and one, or undefeated. You know, no regulation right. losses. Ducks seven. Flyers eight. Blues yeah. nine. Predators ten. Uh, Caps and Penguins eleven and twelve. In a league where half the teams make the playoffs at the end of the day, it's hard with the power ranking thing on October fourteenth. Uh, it's it's tough. 
you know, it, it's going to move up and down so much in the next. Here's month. your final four of the fans, the best fans in hockey. I've been updating you every week. The dopey pole. The Canadians against the Hurricanes. The Predators against the Golden Knights. The Hurricanes. Uh, I don't like, believe I, they have honestly, the best. You're t- this is what I mean. This is an internet propaganda poll that you know. That you want to know why the you want to know why the big teams aren't in the in the end there. The range, you know, the teams with a lot of fans, the Rangers, the Brewers, all this. Because their fans don't care enough to be involved in that dopey poll that they put out. Their fans are too good. They say, why do we have to vote in this dopey poll? But the Hurricane fans, they'll all run and do that. Because they all just started jumping back in last year when they had that playoff run. That's why. So they just are just, uh, somehow they're in the final four. They've got to prove themselves to everybody. Let's go vote in that dopey internet poll about who has the best fans. And uh, people will think that we matter. Is that like a zany radio bit? It's kind of like that. Hey, speaking of zany radio bits, I guess your boy down there got to get off the bridge of the uh, the uh, the roof of the uh, the car dealership, right down in Tennessee. Why did they win? I think didn't they beat Mississippi State on Saturday? Oh, I, yeah, they did. So he got to get off. Only one week he spent on the roof of the car dealership, or wherever. Finally he was took staying. a bath, huh? Alabama beat A&M in Kyle Field, 47-28. Clemson, 45-14 over Florida State. LSU beat Florida, 42-28. Oklahoma, 34-27 over Texas. I hit that game both ways. Oklahoma, and I gave you Texas in the 10 and a half. That hit. Wisconsin buried Michigan State, 38-0. There's people uh, burping that D'Antonio should be fired. That started, those rumblings have started in East Lansing. Notre Dame, barely over USC. I hit both ends of that game as well. I had USC in the points. They covered. Penn State, Iowa. That was a good game. 17-12, Lions won it. Boise, 59-37 over Hawaii. Utah just imploded on Oregon State, 52-7. Michigan, 42-25 over Illinois. Uh, Arizona State wins again. Their 38-34 win over Washington State makes them 5-1. Louisville beat Wake in a wild game, 62-59. Clemson, I think, plays them this week. You better watch out. They might cover. Baylor over Texas Tech in double overtime, 33-30. Temple upset Memphis, 30-28. They're not bad, 5-1. and one. The Owls and Cincinnati all over Houston, 38-23. Those were the top 25 games. I never really got to this story over the weekend on Friday before the show ended, but uh, Jim Calhoun having a nightmare. Remember, he's coaching at University of St. Joseph now in college basketball. Hall of Fame coach Jim Calhoun responded to allegations of sexual discrimination by a former associate athletic director at the University of St. Joe. He's only been there a year, and some lady's been accusing him of everything. She filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court against the small Catholic school in West Hartford, uh, which began admitting men in 2018. She alleged violations of Title IX. Uh, she says she was fired in June after complaining about the conduct of men in the athletic department, including the 77-year-old Calhoun, whom she alleges helped turn the department into a boys' club. Calhoun said he was saddened and stunned to read about the inflated and misleading headlines. She says that the former UConn coach called her hot and forced her to perform menial tasks, including opening the door to Calhoun's office for him, even when he had the keys. Boy, that must be rough on her. 
There was an instance in which Calhoun knocked a number of single-service coffee K-cups allegedly onto the floor and stepped on them, creating a mess of coffee grounds and damaging <laughs> packaging on the floor and making the plaintiff clean them up. Are you kidding? Where do they come up with this stuff? She says that he, he would throw coffee on the floor and make a mess just so she'd have to clean it up. Is this stuff for real? I, I'm not sure when asking a colleague if they'd mind opening the door because my hands were full became discrimination. <laughs> or when... Uh, Self-deprecation for being an aging, clumsy husband became an insult. And call me old-fashioned, I used the word hot to describe the weather and temperature of my morning coffee, and the only women I openly compliment is my wife of 53 years. I call her beautiful or pretty because she is. There you go. Jimmy Calhoun, I love that guy. By the way, October 14th of 89, Motley Crue's Dr. Feelgood hit number one on the Billboard charts. Going back to the 80s. Don't forget, the podcast comes out after the show and tomorrow morning on Twitter and Facebook. And you can listen to the show on Radio.com and CBS Sports app. Ask Alexa and Sirius XM for Carver High Mafia. I'm Frog. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.